I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Last time on Join the Party. The crew sails towards Leggy Island and the book Depository. But there's a long line out front. A new pirate queen named Tessie the Storm has taken over, setting up a toll booth for both the book Depository and Lake Encounter, a quasi-religious strange theme park with the quote, most accurate recreation of what we think the salmon and infinite lake looks like, unquote. As Cammy and Nani scope out the line, Troy flirts with a jacked ear of maize corn, and everyone got yelled at by an equally old avocado greenfolk. Umbi also ran into an old associate, Chi Razmataz, a renowned merchant from Overstock. She was so tickled by running into a representative that she remembered from the old times that she paid Amber for VIP tickets for herself and the crew of the Sea Whip and everyone was let in with white glove service. Welcome to the bookiest place on earth. Let's get the party started. Welcome to the book depository, folks. Just come on in and learn as much as you can, but also enjoy yourself, but also get to reading, but also, <laughs> but also check out the fine establishments that we have here on Book Depository Island, and thank our lucky stars for Tessie the Storm for keeping everyone safe. I'm the mascot, Bookie the Book. <laughs> sick. Cammy. Yeah? I left my readers on the boat. That's all right. I'll see what I can do. I'm sure 
we could find them. We can find. I'm sure, as part of merchandise sales here, they must sell readers. <laughs> there's no way that they wouldn't, right? <laughs> you turn to your left, and there's a stand that says "Readers, Readers, Readers." There you go. <laughs> I know you didn't see them because you didn't have your readers on. <laughs> I didn't know this many people knew how to read. It's <laughs> awesome. It's like, why didn't they give us books when we were like in the dormitory, like in the crags training? Like that would have been amazing. Did they not? Uh, or before that would also probably have been very good did for you, your brain. Did they not have books at school? Nah. How did you learn things? Is the family trees of all the of all the the ruling families and whatnot? That's you, what you, you learned. Would have to be, you would have to be able to read in order to read those. Right? Yeah, but there wasn't like stories. It was it was just like their names and, and stuff. Right. You just memorize right. the look of their names. It's not gotcha. quite reading. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's you know <laughs> rich tradition of political cartoons. Let me tell you, <laughs> over there in the cracks. Uh, that explains yeah, a lot. The, yeah, the number of uh, of people who have really focused on Hyperion's uh, lack of hair. It's it's a lot. I did not think you were going to say lack of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has low T. That's why he's so tired all the time. <laughs> Troy, I just want you to know, we're not judging you. Uh, we're here to help your journey of, of knowledge discovery via books, if you'd like. Yeah, I know. We're friends. Great. Cool. Troy, I am truly so excited to buy you as many books as you want while we're here. Whoa. Like three? Yes. Is that how many or numbers more. they taught you at school? <laughs> God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> You need to have a classical education. I I understand what Troy Riptide is going through. Honestly, I can identify any of my great-great-grandparents just by the look, but I pay for someone to do my adding for me. <laughs> Raz, they have books when you were little? Of course, but honestly, when you mean book, it's more like they just put a bunch of, bunch of green folk next to each other, they read me a story, and I got to read on their fronts and their backs. And I guess we called that a book. It was more like story time. So uh, what's what's your favorite thing to visit here? Oh, I don't have much time to spend doing the fl- the frivolities and the fun ta- and the fun things and the and waiting on lines and getting fr- uh, getting free hats and uh, free hats and by and eating treats in the shape of a uh, of a book and or what? also a spider. But uh, I'm usually just here for business. Uh, so. Senator Alderman, I don't know what your title is. Uh, what yeah. are you here oh. to do? What's up? What's up, Bumby? What? 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 Uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's just easier for me to get to the front of the line uh, if I if I spend the if I spend my way through. Uh, you know, it's kind of just more of a fast, uh, speedy uh, line thing situation and then they give you a wristband which is nice which is nice and just makes everything helpful and just get as I go in and out and look around in the book depository and see if there's anything that can work for uh, as I just as I distribute it across the uh various four countries uh, yeah you don't want to hear me go on about this at all you 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 kids have fun that that was a great answer to not the question that I asked <laughs> okay well, I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking about my own things. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for the lack of information you gave us. Goodbye. Goodbye. I, I, g- goodbye, Potsy. And she walks away. Troy, she's the opposite of a book. She's like a void of information. Books are like, like a 
a wellspring of information. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know the sauna at the hold? Yeah. That's what books are like. Oh, yeah, that's true. You get really pruney? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Did we leave the doctor on the boat? (laughs) (laughs) No, Havana Tropicana is here, right? (laughs) Cammy looks around. (laughs) Look behind us. Havana Tropicana is yelling, I know I'm a man, but does anybody have a book on medicine? (laughs) 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 Shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're here on Book Depository Island here, or the Book Depository, uh, formerly Leggy Island. Bookie introduced themselves over the loudspeakers. Oh, Bookie's not there. No, it's just that was just the voice of Bookie. Oh, we don't get to see Bookie. I want to see a Bookie. Oh, Bookie's I'm around, sure we'll but you know Bookie. Bookie's around. Okay, okay. That's good. like going to Disney World and be like, oh, I don't get to see Mickey. Come yeah. on, Brandon. Yeah, come yeah. on, Brandon. There's special Bookie as well. You can see leather-bound Bookie. Ooh, <laughs> 50th anniversary Bookie. There's sports Bookie around Halloween. Bookie's covered in green folk skin. Yeah, <laughs> it's like vegan wow. leather. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you all get to walk around now that you're here in the VIP docking entrance. It's like being at the front of an amusement park as people are streaming past you. As you explained before, the book depository is a very large brick building that y'all can kind of just walk on through. There's like a uh, secret VIP entrance that a rapscallion pirate is kind of just like holding the door open for you. And it says VIP in big letters. Sweet. Um, and also there's the various things here on Book Depository Island. There's stands, there's little shops, and there's more if you would, depending on what, what y'all would like to do. Also, if you would like to go to Lake Encounter, this is like Disney World and then Great Adventure. Um, you can kind of just like hop over there and you don't have to leave the toll, but you can you can just hop on your, your boat and sail over there. Um, Eric. Yeah, dude. This is a theme park, right? Uh, vaguely. <laughs> There's definitely not like rides or anything. No, no, I know. I it know. is not like, listen, this is in Six Flags. I think it's something closer to what we understand maybe Disney. It's kind of like an amalgam of this on one island, right? Like there aren't rides necessarily, but there sure are a lot of like celebrations and things around the book depository. There's a mascot and a bunch of t-shirts. Like the Mall <laughs> of America. Like there's, the, it's thematic. Yes, I think it may, I guess going back to the original thing, yes, it's a theme park. You're right. right. More more the reason I was asking was all theme parks have maps, like the paper maps that you can fold and unfold and stuff like that. I want to find one of those. Absolutely. That's really good because you're walking up to medieval Bookie. Bookie is wearing a Viking hat and is holding a mace. Uh, And it's just a real big book with big eyes. And it's definitely an oversized mascot costume. And there is definitely a green falcon inside. Forsooth, well, uh, uh, young pirates, Yar, how can I help you uh, in the olden times I'm, as I am Bookie? Uh, Avast, ye Bookie, can you tell us where we can find a map? Absolutely, I happen to have one right here, Forsooth. <laughs> well, thank you. Holds out a map for you. Thank you. Umbi, do you know him? The book? Yeah, also old. He's very old. Oh, I see, I see now. No, just because all old people are old doesn't mean we all know each other. Well, that's not true. We do mostly know each other. There is like a conference. (laughs) I was going to say, you have an actual thing that does that (laughs) mechanically. Uh, Troy hugs Bookie. Oh, young passenger, of course. Bookie's always here for hugs. What's your favorite book? Myself. (laughs) That's great. I love that. If there was a book about me, it'd be my favorite too. Absolutely. What's your name, Pirate Fred? Troy Riptide. Troy Riptide. Here's a sticker. 
<laughs> what is the sticker of? Uh, it's a bookie, and, yeah. it's a, and it says, have a booktastic day. Troy sticks it on uh, the quiver of his crossbow. I wouldn't advise that, but I like it. <laughs> Troy gives a thumbs up. No shooting of any any sorts of persons here on Book Depository Island. Nah, it's, uh, it's just part of the outfit, you know what I mean? It's a bookie rule. Sure. <laughs> it's a bookie rule? All right. Oh, were you three coming in through the VIP entrance? Yes. Very into pages? I think so. Oh, we got to give you a special speed bracelet. Nice. Awesome. I would love one. Yes, please. Yeah. Boogie reaches into his pockets, question mark. And his pages. Him. Eric, his pages. Come oh, on. is that worse? I think that's worse. <laughs> it is. A little bit, but yeah, yeah. It's, like it. reach, it's like he's reaching into his cleavage and pulling oh, no. out these oh, bracelets. Nice. <laughs> Side cleavage. Yeah, his, his page cleavage. It gives you three bracelets that have a picture of Bookie on it, but Bookie uh, kind of ha- like has a lightning bolt on his chest. Cool. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm just like real quick because I'm an anxious person. I'm going to do an arcana check on these bracelets. Make sure there's nothing hinky about them. I was going to do the same thing. Neato. Ooh, first roll of the dice is good. I got new dice for the listeners. I'm very excited about it. Mm. Arcana is plus three. So that's a 22. What was that new dice smell? 22. Mm, It does kind of smell like plastic, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) What are you looking for? What do you do when you try to figure out if something's magical? I poke at it a lot. Nice. Cool. Did he sniff it? Consistency, like consistency. I think olfactory sure. is very much where Cammy's sense of arcana and magic is. Like you know, you smell a tea and you know what kind of tea it is, right? Mm-hmm. You get your nose really in the bowl of the wine glass. I love exactly. that. Exactly. So they know all of the different floral notes of different types of magic and stuff. Julia, I will need some foley of you immediately receiving a bracelet and then sniffing it deeply. I, right. I'm gonna pass, Julia. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I, I'm still getting over my cold a little. It's gonna sound gross. Okay, here we go. I'll do it for you. This is what this is. Julia doing it. It's like it's like Julia gets. And gets and now Brandon has to listen to that multiple times. Brandon, you can use that for anything. Thank Just, you. Hey, Julia, what does um location tracking smell like? I think it smells like. Fake pine trees. Yeah, dude. It yeah. definitely smells like a car air freshener. Yeah. Uh, there's some location magic tracking on this, uh, so you know where you are in the park. Now, with a 22, maybe it does enter your psyche about whether or not uh, this is how you're supposed to get into um, the front of lines, I guess, if that's the only way to do it. But it sure doesn't feel good. Yeah, like the RFID thing where you can pay for your ice cream cone by, like, waving your wrist. And, like, it does go to your hotel bill, but, like, at what cost? Right. <laughs> yeah. So you would see that if you asked someone about this, they'd say, well, this is how it works at a theme park. And then you would say, I don't like that you know where my location is. Cammy is going to sniff the bracelet. Go. Huh. Thank you, Bookie. Thank you so, so much. And we're going to have a wonderful day here at the Book Depository. Can I make a suggestion of you having a booktastic day? You know what? You may. (laughs) Then Cammy walks away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, every day in my life since I got that book on barrels has been a booktastic day. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I'm so happy for you, Troy. Cammy, does Bookie have that old book smell? That, like, delightful old library book smell? Now that you're smelling things, you know? Now that I'm all about the smells, uh, does Bookie, Eric? Yeah, absolutely. And Cammy, old book smell does remind you of um, resurrection magic. 
Um, um, is this a dead book? <laughs> <laughs> is it the same scent as, say, uh, the zombies on Eska Island? Mm, good good question, good question. Just to be clear, it doesn't smell like umby for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't smell like green bell peppers. We know, Brandon. <laughs> um, no, this is a different smell. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. I would say that like it's kind of nice. It's nice resurrection magic? Yeah, I would say it's nice resurrection magic. The difference between something rotting and something being old, which some might say is still rotting. I mean, that's what old book smell is. is. It's like yeah. the book is decaying, mm-hmm. right? But it smells it smells nice almost. But there's something different between like necrotic and like maybe celestial if we were getting into those labelings. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay. Interesting. Um... I think Cammy's going to put arms around her companions and walk them away from the book. Uh, okay, okay. And be like, all right, uh, quick, quick tea brief. Tea brief? Would anyone like a would anyone like a cup of tea? Is that what you said, or is that just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was about to say that, and then you said tea brief, and then I said, you know what, we're already into it, let's do it. <laughs> Always. All right. Uh, and then I think Cammy puts them like on a bench, like where like you know normally a child would eat an ice cream cone, but instead we're gonna look at this map, and also Cammy is gonna say, "So." There's a very young uh, maple leaf child sitting Aww. on the on the bench eating a ice cream cone, and they sees you coming and runs away. Fair enough. <laughs> Bye, kid. <laughs> no running. <laughs> and then falls and drops ice cream. Oh, oh no. Great. As we're moving over, can Troy just take a look around? Like, are we are we walking into the book depository at this point, or are we kind of outside the the VIP entrance? It's the entrance to everything, right? Right, like the front and gates. Yes, this is this would be like what you are right inside of the front gates of a theme park, where like it's a real no man's land. Nothing's happened yet, but it's the mouth of everything. We haven't gone through the tunnel in Disney World yet, but we got through security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Just before we sit, can Troy just, like, look around and get a lay of the land vis-a-vis, like, exits and stuff? Sure. That's a 16 minus 1 perception. <laughs> I didn't know you had a minus 1 perception. That's oh, very I sure funny. do. Troy's got a negative 1 to wisdom. Cool. <laughs> it checks out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 15. Like, how's, this, how's this structured? What's the crowd flow? And if we needed to make a hasty exit back to the parking lot, the, the docks, what would our options be? Oh, sure. I mean, I actually, the uh, the VIP parking lot is rather easy to access, both from the uh, theme park area and also the book depository itself, because it's supposed to be in, like, a good spot. Got it. So it's actually, you could get back there, but, like, there's no, you don't see, like, a fire escape, you know what I mean? Okay. I just more want to, like, uh, mark the location in my mind and sort of orient myself to where the building is and where the parking lot is. Yeah, for sure. All right. Troy follows Cammy. All right, Cammy sits everyone down on the bench, pours cups of tea for everyone, and is like, all right, so I have some information. Bracelets, tracking information. Oh. Whoa, that's not cool. I mean, yes, I agree, not cool. Concerned that uh, a pirate queen may at any point know where we are. Not ideal. Uh, Secondly, the book Mm -hmm. smells like resurrection magic. Not sure how I feel about that. It's not bad, necessarily, but not sure how I feel about it in general. The book died? I don't know. Huh. Maybe the person inside died and now they were resurrected. There's someone inside? As... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I would love it if all of you made history checks really quickly. Great. Cammy, you can make Arcana if you would like. Cammy, I'm just fucking with you. I know there's no one inside. <laughs> oh, that's not good. 
<laughs> I've seen a lot of Sundian books in my day. Ten. Only a seven for me. Twenty-one, baby! Oh, fuck yeah, man. The old man knows everything. That makes sense. Troy, is it weird for you to hear that someone got resurrected? Nah, man. People's dying all the time. People get resurrected all the time. It happens. Cool. Life on the cracks. Cool. Cammy, is it weird for you that someone that you heard that someone got resurrected? No, I don't think so. Cool. cool. All right. Yeah. Hey, Umby, let's have a conversation. Uh, is it weird for you that someone got resurrected? Fuck yes, it's weird. <laughs> cool, great. Yeah, I wanted to say that. Let's have a, because Brandon rolled high enough. Brandon, let's have a conversation about the history of magic and existence of magic in this world. Okay. What, what, <laughs> I would like to say, I'd like to say, yeah, I think it might be a little weird, honestly. Troy and Cammy have had very specific lives, but I don't think that like, you know, when someone dies, they go to the mulch pile, my man. I think it's it's definitely odd that someone would, would be resurrection. Regardless of whether or not Cammy can smell resurrection, it is weird that someone died and came back to life. For sure. Yeah. For sure, Aziz. What is this, fruit Jesus? That's not the planter's <laughs> way. Yeah. The planter wants you to... The, there's a distinct cycle. You go from seed to thing, and then you go, and then you mulch. That's it. I have heard of... Um... Like reincarnation, but that's like a soul thing, like a seed thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Cammy goes, and it's much more complicated when you really think about how uh, the things that we eat here in the world are also the same things that make up uh, us as people. What? Cammy, we uh, we talked about never talking about that. <laughs> and like respectfully, you should like talk about that with a book, not not with me. Okay. Troy, you don't, we'll talk about it later. Never mind, it's fine. I ate a peach with a nose once. Anyway. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I would say magic's weird. Magic is definitely weird. Uh, and it, it gets a little more frequent here on the on the Great Salt Sea. But, like, weird stuff pops up. But, like, I didn't know that you there were, like, resurrection things. Magic seems hard, right? You got to do, like rituals and doing it or someone's touched by a god you've never heard heard about it's not easy to do or it's exemplary is my understanding of magic here on Vertistello. yeah so why have it be like a mascot of a theme park mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so i'll give you that with a 21 to history my man thanks for your lived experience thank you yeah eric eric silver of the podcaster of the party thank <laughs> you Ambi, you can't see me go to sleep <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> So, uh, should we, like, hang on to these bracelets, make it look like we're going somewhere, and then at the first opportunity, like, loop it on to someone, you know, that, that we're not, if we want to, like, break away? Like a child? Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Let's, how about we go places that we do want to go, and then we could do that when we don't want to be found. Smart. Dig it. Smart. Subterfuge. Love it. Yeah. That's thinking with your... Oh, what's inside of a tea bush? That's thinking with your roots. Yep. Nice. Nice. All right. So, speaking of where we want to go, <laughs> unfolds map. Yay. Yay. Where do we want to go? As you unfurl the map, it's pretty cartoony. It's one of my, my favorite things at, at amusement parks is like, hey, we would love to tell you where things are, but instead we're going to draw, draw a cartoon that makes everything look really nice. So there's like a sun with sunglasses on. There's like a bunch of books and bookie leading a tour through the entire island. 
There's like uh, cartoon Tessie the Storm giving like a thumbs up with five of her arms. <laughs> so yeah, there's a, there's certainly a lot of like stores and little like kiosks and places you can get shirts and everything. But there's one specific thing that stands out to you, which is Crimson's Exchange. Crimson's Exchange is the good time bar and restaurant that is very heavily advertised here on the map. Uh, and inside of the book depository, you can see that the VIP entrance is very well marked. You got to walk like all the way around for the regular entrance to the book depository. And there's like, there's a little te chibi testing the storm that says, make sure to get online 30 minutes early or then you'll miss your chance to buy some books or sell some books. Or do whatever with books. I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> uh, so the VIP entrance is is marked. And then there's a thing under it that says, feel free to buy a VIP pass. Just ask the attendant at the VIP entrance. And they'll give you more details of the fabulous things you get with your very important personnel pass. Very important plant. Very important. Right. Thank you, Brandon. Very important plant. Gotcha. Pass. Very into pages. That's us. Very, very into pages. Pass. <laughs> very yeah. into pages. <laughs> So did our entrance fee that we definitely paid with money we earned come with any free books or was that just for the parking? Yeah. Before Raz walked away doing her own thing, she gave you a little piece of paper that had all like the cool stuff that you get as part of the VIP. Uh, and I would love each of you to tell me one thing that you get with your VIP pass. Free refillable drinks. Boom. Free refillable drinks with special plastic uh, yeah. Tessie the Storm's uh, curly straw. Yeah. I love that one-on-one -on -one autograph photograph time with bookie a bookie of your choice oh that's very Ooh. true it's funny because that is in large letters and then right below that is a special one-on-one -on -one time with tessie the storm as well <gasps> but they're advertising the bookie stuff larger oh. wait we can meet tessie the storm i want to do that yeah yes it's advertised as a moment with tessie the storm mm -hmm. that a every vip with tessie a very, that every VIP, very important plant, gets, uh, as well as there's a catered dinner that you could all go to uh, that wow. maybe Tessie will show up to. I was going to say, free appetizer if you go to the country bar and restaurant. <laughs> the country bar and restaurant? What was it called? The Crimson Exchange? Oh, the, the Crimson Exchange. Yes, you do get, I have written down, you, have, you do get drink tickets. Everyone gets go. one drink ticket there. Amanda wants drink tickets, she gets drink tickets. Everyone gets one, one drink ticket for the Crimson Exchange. I heard appetizer and yeah. drink tickets is what I heard. Mm -hmm. Appetizer and drink, please. Yeah, you get one appetizer and one drink. That's right. It's on the it's on the same coupon. <laughs> nice. Yeah, those are all the things you get on the with your very important plant pass. Okay. Well, listen, I uh, I think that uh, knowing myself as I do through the years, I could have a lot of fun here. But uh, I want to make sure we focus on uh, the mission first. Right. Oh, one last thing at the bottom. It says access to the good books. <laughs> good. Good. I like good books. Like first editions. I don't know if that's what they mean here. Oh. It sure is. It's capital G good good, good books. It's good TM books. <laughs> yeah, good TM books. It's it's like a card value system where you submit. It's like, this Charizard's all fucked up. It's just good. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they're valuable, but they've been chewed on. Mm. Okay. Same. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, what would you all like to do here on Book Depos the Book Depository Getaway? I mean, we've got to check out the Book Depository section. Yeah, That's for sure. That's number one on our list, I would say. And then I would also love to meet the, the pirate queen who's in charge here because I both like and dislike her vibe. And I want <laughs> to know why there's resurrection magic happening here. Oh, man, you don't want to meet Bookie? 
I just met Bookie, Bo- and he seemed great. I thought we could do like the... Hmm, what kind of bookie, what kind of bookie, what kind of bookie do I want to do? 70s bookie. I was going to say, you don't want to meet the neon 80s bookie? (laughs) What about the 70s bell bottoms era bookie? All great options. Yeah, I I think Troy is just like, uh, break, and then starts walking towards the (laughs) expository line to go buy books. And Cammy's like, try your tea. Nah, Troy's going. Cammy, best cup yet. Thank you. Thank you, Umpy. Hell yeah. All right, yeah, you're walking over, you're going to the VIP line. The VIP line has no one there. There are so many security guards doing absolutely nothing. They just stand there as you walk right through. Inside of the book depository, it feels almost cavernous. It is dry but dank at the same time. Sounds echo off of the brick inside, just bouncing from one thing to another, only to be absorbed by the many, many, many stacks of books that are just everywhere inside. No matter where you're you're looking, it's just like a stack of books here, a stack of books there, here a book, there a book, everywhere a book, book. If it was a cave, there would be stalagmites and stalactites of books on shelves up and then shelves down. And these are all just like scattered through the various hallways. It seems like someone said that the decor was going to be, I don't know, just make it out of books. It's fine. <laughs> Is there a info desk or like a librarian that we can talk to? Yes, of course. Right in the front, there is an info desk. Uh, sitting at the front is is a pine tree person. Pines everywhere. I think this person is a little bit more humanoid. Uh, So it's like shaped like a human, but just covered in pine needles everywhere. Cool. Cool. Uh, Like full hands, full legs, full like human face, but just hair of pine needles and like kind of the the flapper dress um, Mm. sheets. Yes. That there are mm-hmm. of layers. Cool. Good. What you also notice about the person of the info desk is that there seems to be a blindfold around their eyes of, as you get closer, looks like um, spider silk. Like it's been wrapped around enough that they fully covers their eyes like a blindfold. Huh. Uh, Eric, it's a fucking haunting image. Love it. Uh, hello. Hi. We're some, uh, some very important customers here to buy some books. Hey, yeah, welcome to the book depository. Can I see your, uh, your speed, your speed bracelets? Can you? And <laughs> Cammy holds her, hers up. Yeah, tries, he hasn't put it on, but he's holding it in his hand. Hey, can you, uh, move it around a little bit? <laughs> Cammy waves uh, it. Trey, like, shushes it. Yeah, do it a little bit more. I want to hear a jangle. Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. Jingle jug. All right, yeah, it seems like, yeah, you got your speed bracelets. All right, welcome to the VIP section. Uh, I'm definitely here to answer all of your informational questions as the informational helper for you here today. Uh, hope it's not rude for me to ask. Are you, like, not allowed to read at work? Yeah, I read too much, and that's why I got this. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? It's true. Troy, just... Are, just aren't all wait, stories wait, true? Cammy yeah. pull, pulls this pine tree person to the side. Listen... Troy is just starting to find his love for books, and I don't want you scaring him away thinking if he reads too many books, something bad is going to happen to him. Oh. He's he's like, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say he's like a child, but he's not. He's like a full-ass grown man. (laughs) But when it comes to reading, he's new to the world. Yeah, really really, really impressionable. Like, yeah, Yeah. I understand. He's a new soul. Uh, no, uh, something else happened to me, and that's why I do this. Uh, I read, I read just fine. Oh, See, I... Troy, books are good. 
No, totally. I just I, I wanted to know because um, my my friend, my crewmate, Cami over here, real good at uh, you know making people feel feel nice with uh, with the tea that they make. So if um, you know if if that was painful, I just wanted to be like, hey, like I also have a job, and I know that it can be tough to like go for breaks. <laughs> I, I really appreciate the consideration. It's not something I'm worried about. You should worry about it either. It's tight, totally tight, fine. Tight. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, uh, where's, where's all, all your like journals and uh, and like books that weren't like meant to be books, but like you know people wrote them and then they were like, oh, this is a book. Um, and uh, that's that's what I'm really into is like books that they didn't know was gonna be books, and then uh, and then people like wrote them and then they died and whatever, and then then now it's a book. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on one. Accidental <laughs> literature. Okay, yeah. let me look that up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, you look behind the, the the informational desk. There's like giant card catalog as uh-huh. far as far as the eye as goes up and wide as far as the eye can see. The There's a real Bell from Beauty and the Beast style uh, library ladder that's that swooshes one way or another on a track. And the pine tree, green folk, hops on it. It's almost like they're swimming through, but just pulling themselves on all of the card catalogs. And uh, opens up, all right, we're in the accidental category. Uh, what specifically are you looking for? Oh, just any inspiration, you know. I'm a, I'm a, a traveler myself, and so I'm looking for some, uh, you know, some inspirations about what my, what my uh, memoirs uh, might look like. Mm. <laughs> I looked at the word memoir on the wall. <laughs> I was going to say, like, he knows that word. I wow, was going to say, impressive. and he pronounced it correctly? Memoirs. Memoirs. Guys, Troy speaks French. Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> French is a craggish language. We figured it out. It's like, uh, thing. Uh, can you be a little bit more specific? We have uh, victorious, victorious accidental literature. We have uh, tragic accidental literature. We have saved accidental literature. Can you be a little bit more specific? Uh, because I could just, I could, you could just go to the general, general. Uh, you could go to the big room, I guess, if you want. Does the tragic accidental literature just like trail off at the end? <laughs> that might be what we're looking for because we are looking for like infinite lake stuff. Mm. And anyone who came back from that, I imagine, wouldn't have had accidental literature. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking for like a like a mystery, like not finished, you know? Mm. Like what's going on with them? Like that. Would you like it that it does that it, while they were writing? There's like they write ah at the end, or it just kind of ends. Yeah, hilarious, man. <laughs> yes. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just very thorough in my job. Nah, it's great. Love it. Troy, as a pirate yourself, you probably want ones that are focused on things and events that happened on the Great Salt Sea, right? That sounds oh, really yeah, good. Yeah, no, good plan. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that you should just take a look in the big book room. We don't have anything specifically about Great Salt Sea accidental literature. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're always welcome to take a look around. Of course, just because it hasn't been cataloged doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. We just haven't had a chance to put it in there. Or maybe someone dropped it off recently or it got lost. Or Oh, yeah. Where, where do you keep all those guys? Oh, you get in the big room. You just go around to the right and take a left. You'll see the, you'll see the big doors. Okay. Do you, uh, just some follow-up questions that I do need to ask before you go in there. What way are you thinking all to be reading uh, these books while you are here? What way? There's more than one way? The normal way. With my eyeballs. 
Okay, the normal way with your eyeballs. Good, very good. Are there ways that aren't allowed to read the books? I mean, you could read it with your fingertips, you know. That's true. true. You true. can also read with your fingertips. You could listen to it. Do you have audiobook selections? Audiobooks. Yeah. And we have an all we have an audiobook section here in the book depository. It's not worth much. Someone someone just says a story into a bottle and then throws it in there. <laughs> Uh, you know, listen, it has very important plants. It's my job to cater to as much. Uh, yeah, it's my job to cater to uh, any of the sort of various ways you could be reading or not reading. But if you're doing it the normal way, that's fu- that's absolutely fine. Uh, I just want to cover our bases. Are there ways that we shouldn't be reading? There's no way for you not to be reading. If there are specific ways you are reading, it is uh, up to me to it is up to me to accommodate that one way or another. Okay, so it's about accommodation, not. Banned practices. No banned practices. Absolutely no banned practices. You can read however you want. But if there are ways that you're reading that are not traditional, I just wanted to be able to help you with that. My job is customer service. I can see that. You're very good at it. Thank you. I just, I I feel like I'm over talking. I'm over explaining, which actually just leads to more confusion. You're great. How do do some other folks like to to, uh, ingest the literature? Oh, yeah. Don't ingest the literature. You can't eat the books. Ingest mentally. If you're going to eat, if you're going to read the literature by digestion, you will need to buy the books first. Right, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah, that's just, that's our policy at the book depository. That's that's Tessie the Storm's policy of the book depository. Makes sense. Yeah, when uh, when I was a grub and I, I went through my my great transformation, my parents did put in um, some like balls, um, hoping that I'd become a great athlete, and I did not. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe in the future you could put a book in there, and then you know it'll like it'll like everyone everything becomes goo. And so if the book also becomes goo, then maybe you know books in you when you come out. Maybe that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never, Troy, I've never I think you are that. a wonderful athlete. Thanks. I think shooting's a, a sport. It makes sense. If there was Olympics on this world, I'm sure you would be very good at them. You could be an Olympic athlete. Ah, damn. Thanks, Cammy. Oh, well, you know, you, I, you, if, I don't know if you can, uh, yeah, you could always become the builder if you really wanted to be. Hmm. You just got to confuse all those folks over at the hothouse and then you could uh, be their god king. Sounds fun. Hmm. That's true. I, I wonder what my life would have been like if I was from, uh, from that, that area. I think I probably would not have amounted too much. <laughs> <laughs> so what other ways do people read here? Or <laughs> Oh, yeah, all the ones that you said. If there's one specific one you were looking for, I might be able to help you, but I just... No, but I'm asking you, like, I'm just curious, like, what do other people commonly do, or, like, not so commonly do? Sure. Why, why, why do you, you want to roll for this, uh, my man? Sure. What are, you, what are you looking for? And we'll figure something out. I want to know... What are the more uncommon ways that people might read these books? Obviously, this person reads books differently than we do, so I want to know. Sure. I think that if you're trying to get something out of, out of a conversation. Persuasion? Some sort of, yeah, persuasion, some sort of charisma role, for sure. Excellent. Do you want some help, or are you good? I'm good. I got 18. Sweet. 18. Uh, well, you know, there's, I mean, what I do is, you know, I sh- sometimes I shake the word, if I shake the book enough that I hear the words jingling and jangling about, cool. and they kind of talk that. to me like that. You can also use your hands if uh, we use the Braille system, yeah. uh, which would work for that. And also, as we talked about, there's uh, there's books in a bottle <laughs> which you can just hear them. Uh, yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, there's some other ways that I've heard that I've heard about, but... Uh, like what? Oh, you know... 
interesting. I can't. Uh, unfortunately, the, I know that we're all VIPs here, but I can't discuss the uh, comings and goings of other uh, very important plants here at the book depository. But I've seen. I've seen things. I've seen. I've seen. It was wild. It was very wild. All right. Well, uh, I said he, this guy's a customer service person. If you, you, what's the point of being a very important plant if there isn't discretion? <laughs> so with an eighteen, that's more than this pine tree uh, green folk should have said as a customer service person. Well, that makes sense. I, I, you know, I just like to like expand my plant horizons. I'd like to learn as much about other green folk as much as I can, and they're sort of like things that they do. You know. So I mean, like, if that's all that you knew, then like that's understandable. But you know, it's like, oh, are you are you, kind of, are you a worldly? You're a worldly green folk. You've been to uh, various places. Uh, Look at him; he's so shriveled. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think a green folk like Umbi here has made it this far out into the world and has not seen some things? I mean, you don't get this ripe without seeing some things, you know. Yeah. Uh, what have you? Uh, d- Right, what thing have you? What have you seen? Tell me. Tell me something. I, I I've seen a lot of things here. So I would have a, What have you seen out on your travels? Uh, I mean, there was one um, green folk. I don't exactly remember what they called themselves, but they could like they were some kind of like insect style person, right? All okay. right. And they could um. They could walk on water, like they they didn't break the surface tension of the water. That was really cool uh, as hell. Skimmers, yeah, 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 skimmers. We That's have, what they were. We yeah. had a family of skimmers ruling the crags for a while, yeah. um, and then uh, they 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 did all die. But um, it was really cool while it lasted. Oh fuck, uh, yeah, they didn't need a boat to cross the the water, which was really cool because they could just skim on it. Um, mm. They just did it. They did it out of their own volition. There was no uh, no divine help there. In, in either of these in either of these skimmer situations. I mean, there's divine help in everything. What do you mean? Interesting point. Interesting point. What? Dang, I never thought of it like that. Do you guys anyway, not believe in the planter? We'll talk about this later. We better uh, we, we better go learn some things about some things people did, and then accidentally a book came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! It's the best way to describe a book ever. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, well, it seems like we have some cra- some interesting characters here. Uh, you know, one of you said one of you were was a shooter. Oh yeah, that's me, Troy Riptide. That's good. You should definitely keep that on you. I'll when you're in the big room. What? Oh. Why? I was told that I um I shouldn't shoot anything in here. Is that not uh not the case? Oh, for the word sharks. Oh fuck! Of course. Hey, it's Amanda. I spent a lovely Saturday evening recently reading next to an open window as a huge rainstorm swept through Brooklyn. And I know there is a name for the smell of uh, rain on concrete. It's petrichor. And so when I yelled over to Eric, who's in the next room, babe, smell the petrichor. That's just a moment I'm going to be carrying with me for a long time. So welcome to the mid-roll. It kind of smells like leaves, you know? 
thank you and welcome to our newest patrons, Jody and Nin. You picked a wonderful time to join the Patreon because there has never been more amazing, incredible, bonus, extra, patron-only content for you to enjoy. That includes bi-weekly party planning, our video podcast at the $10 level, and an audio version at the $5 level, as well as our patron-only Discord. We have ad-free episodes for all of Campaign 3 and so much more bloopers and one-on-one time you can get with GM Eric in his office hours. That's a reward at one of the higher tiers. And of course, the opportunity to play a one-shot with all four of us. You can join today at patreon.com slash join the party pod. This week at Multitude, once you run out of Join the Party to re-listen to, go ahead and check out one of our other shows. We would love to recommend Spirits, a history and comedy podcast by Julia and me focused on everything folklore, mythology, and the occult. We have covered lots and lots of mythology and folklore from around the world in the seven plus years we've been doing this, including, excitingly, lots of sea creatures. It's a real interest of ours and something that may or may not come up throughout the course of Campaign 3. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I just, I'm just playing. So dive in at spiritspodcast.com or search for spirits wherever you download your podcasts. We are sponsored this week by Unthinkable, a great podcast by Jay Acunzo. Now, the content creators we love seem to do something that others don't, and they do it consistently and confidently. I love when I am reading a book or I'm listening to a podcast or looking at a creator on Instagram or TikTok, and I just know that it's like something so unique that could only come from them. Even if I saw the thing out of context, I would know that it was that person because it is exactly and only something they could make. And since 2016, Unthinkable with Jay has inspired creators to ship more personal, powerful work. It is a podcast about trusting yourself more than like rules or best practices or tips you might read online. You can hear the stories of amazing creators who resonate deeply with their audience, not because they copied other people, but because they made their own thing. It's really refreshing and a lovely look at the creative process through story and sound. Listen to Unthinkable with Jay Acunzo anywhere you get your podcasts, or visit the link in our description for a starter pack of stories for new listeners. We are also sponsored this week by Nerdy Kepi. And I know usually uh, we have some words from a sponsor here, but weirdly there's like an otter standing up on their back legs just in front of me who handed me, oh, a damp index card. Okay. And it reads, good day. I am Cherbis, spokes otter for Nerdy Kepi, a quality queerware company from Portland, Oregon. Nerdy Kepi is family-owned, trans-operated, and unionized, offering pride gear that's subtle, sustaining, and suitable for work in a variety of pride flags with sizes up to 5XL in most items. Use coupon code JOINTHEPARTY for 20% off your first purchase. Nerdy Kepi. Go to ithaspockets.gay, that's ithaspockets.gay, and use code JOINTHEPARTY for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, thank you, Cherbis. Here's your, you don't want your index? Oh, Cherbis has swum away. And finally, this show is also sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, I am constantly learning new things about myself, entering new eras, as the kids on TikTok and Instagram would say. And I so appreciate that therapy is a safe place where I can talk about things that frustrate or puzzle me about life, but most importantly, about myself. And I can go in and learn, wow, I really am a person who needs this to feel best about myself. Or, you know what, this is a thing that I wish I got, you know, earlier in life or in other places, but I can now give it to myself 
myself, like affirmation, like goals, like all those great things that my therapist and I have worked on setting for myself. And if you have trouble or you're thinking about therapy or you want to start it, but you don't know how, maybe it's not safe for you to access therapy where you are right now. Maybe there aren't any therapists taking new patients or that you click with or that take patients at a time you can actually go. BetterHelp is a really, really good tool to use that I used, especially during lockdown when I couldn't see therapists in person, even here in Brooklyn, where there are so many therapists, I couldn't find one. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. As a as VIP, I have to tell you about the word shark. Do you not tell the normal people about this? <laughs> <laughs> They're on their own. They didn't pay. <laughs> so are are they there to like eat the words or to eat people who want to come take the words away? Mm-hmm. Both. Oh. I imagine. Cool. Mm. Um, and it's all right if I destroy them with my prowess and skill? Oh, we would appreciate that. We tried to send in really big <laughs> we tried to send in really big flower cats once. Didn't work. Alright. Um Sure. Well, that's just because they're not their natural predators. We, we can only do as best as we can here on the Great Salt Sea. If, say, if a merchant comes through and has bunches of giant cats, what am I, what am I gonna? We're not gonna turn it down. What is a word shark's natural predator? I don't. I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. It might be at the top of the food chain. We simply don't know. Apex predator. You know. Yeah. Uh. Friend, I'm so sorry. What is your name again? Oh, oh, sorry. I, I, sometimes I just get down to the information. To, in the information, it's for. It's just piney. Uh, I honestly, you uh, you could have expected. It's just piney. All right, um, piney, you've been so helpful, so appreciated. Looking forward to exterminating these sharks for you. Um, is there any way we could like meet with Tessie like after we do that successfully? Because that was kind of next on our list, and this oh. may take a little longer than expected. Oh yeah, have you scheduled your your meeting time with Te- with Tessie yet? No, no, no. Can we do that with you? Yes, absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Let me just. Rub it, rub it, I have to say, say, the customer service here has been wonderful so far. You're doing a great job. Can I give you a commendation to give to Tessie? Absolutely. Nothing would make me happier. Uh, wonderful. All right. Uh, let me think. <laughs> Cammy meticulously, like, fills out a survey. <laughs> yeah. Are you here with, um, with Ms. Razzmatazz? We we did come in together, but uh, we're we're different we're like parties. We're like the carpooled. Yeah, I'm her arm candy, you know. <laughs> I mean, look at him. A uh, a fetching a fetching fellow for such a powerful woman, absolutely. Well, uh, if you did, when you did come in together, I guess there was the assumption uh, Ms. Razzmatazz Ms. Razzmat has already scheduled uh, the time, and they assume, when we had written it down, we assumed that all of you were together. Oh, yeah. What, what time is that again? Oh, that's happening later on tonight. Yeah, uh, let, let's do that. Do you have, like, a card or something where, where to go? Yes, absolutely. It's, fine. it's put, put in. I'll make sure that someone who works here at the depository will be able to escort you while you're doing whatever you're having. As long as you have your speed bracelets on, uh, it kind of keeps your schedule for you. Oh, great. And just in case, like, the sharks bite it off or anything, yeah. who should we, like, check in with? I, oh. I'm not very good with, like, technology and stuff. You know, I, yeah. I prefer to have paper. 
They they only invented bracelets when when he was already a dad. I was there. I was there when they invented twi- <laughs> intertwining ropes together. I'll make sure uh, if if you're uh, after a few minutes after if you don't respond to your speed bracelets, I'll make sure to have some uh, a messenger come and get you for your time with Tessie the Storm. Absolutely. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. He invented the braid. He's that old. <laughs> The braid? Mm. He invented braiding? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the braid. Yep, that was me. They called me Umbraid for a little bit. (laughs) I gotta say, hours are long, but this is the most interesting job in the world. (laughs) Thanks, Piney. You've been a a gem. Thank you, and have a good time here at the Book Depository. And if you haven't got a chance, please make sure to check out uh, uh, the Crimson the Crimson Exchange. Oh yeah, uh, it's the, the absolute jewel of the island. What's your favorite drink there? Give me oh give oh give me another persuasion check. Oh okay. Ooh. I was just hoping to get a bar rack, but okay. Thirteen plus four for seventeen. Hey. I, I forget that you're like a fucking politician, and so you're good at persuasion. Yeah. That's on me. Mm-hmm. Brandon, I forget your skills. I haven't really successfully persuaded a lot of people in my political career, so you can be <laughs> excused for not realizing You're just it. saving it up, Brandon. You're saving yeah. it up. Yeah. You've refined it over time. It's mm-hmm. been 60 years. It's been some r- r- years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's brown. Yep. Yeah, it's brown. It's been. Oh, well, obviously, if you're going to have this here, you got to order a researcher's delight. Oh. Researcher's delight. What is that? Red red sky at night, researcher's delight. <laughs> uh, the joke here, the book depository, is enough lights on at night, researcher's delight, so ah. you don't get eye strafe. Right. When the morning comes, puppets. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you <laughs> don't know about me? the puppets. That's okay. Excuse me? What, how do the puppets? It's all right. They're peeping. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, what's in a researcher's delight? I want to know. Oh, the researcher, the researcher's delight. Everyone, the thing about it is that you can drink it at your whatever order you want because it's out al- different juices and alcohols layered on in different. They float on each of the layers float wow. on each other. So depending on where you put your straw, you That's can do cool. it in your own order. Wow. That's five, really cool. There's five different layers, kind of in a in a beautiful design. You'll see. You'll see what you get. Why does no one do this in real life? That sounds dope. Well, <laughs> well we do we do it here. That's how uh, the mixologists at the Crimson at Crimson's Exchange are top notch. Best in the best in the entire Salt Sea. All right, well have a have a booktastic day, and uh, I'll be around, or someone will be around if you need anything for your very for these very important plans. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I gave you ten out of ten on all of the things I possibly could have. Piney shakes each of your hands and a few pine needles. Kind of. Oh, did you need those? I'm so sorry. No, they grow back fast. Okay. Can I make these into tea? Ooh. I'm considering how I feel about that. <laughs> That's why I asked first. Why not? The most interesting <laughs> drop in the world, I'm telling. This is what I tell my mom. This is, this is incredible. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. I'll be here. Try sniffs his hand on the way up. <laughs> smells like pie? Yeah. 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 Is there, any, so, is there anything y'all are interested in, in doing? I want to see this big room. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to find the diary of the guy who encountered the salmon. I just didn't want to be so open about it with Piney. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah, you want to go? You, y'all can go to the big room. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Big room, big knowledge. Big, big shark, big knowledge. Big, big room, big knowledge. 
Uh, yeah, y'all can head over to the big room. Uh, again, you just walk down the hall. As you get as you get closer to the big room, the stacks of books in the hallway are getting bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you get deeper into a cave, the stalactites mm-hmm. and stalagmites get larger. It's like the stacks of books are getting bigger. Dream. Uh, as you walk forward, did uh, I think one of the stacks moved? Uh, one of the stacks of books moved. But y'all can just keep walking if you want to. Can we go ahead and like prime a uh, action just like in case I need to act quickly? Sure. What do you want to do? I just want to ready an action of like a burst bomb, just like an attack bomb with no radius. But yeah. 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 Y'all aren't in, in initiative or anything. So um, yeah. while we're out of initiative, I think like if the thing you're focused on is like looking around, that can be that you can be focused on that. But you can't like poke around books necessarily if you're on watch. But I think that that's fine. I'll be on watch then, so... Or actually, maybe you should do that, Troy, because you have a better shoot. Who uh, who has the best investigation? Because I imagine that's what we're going to be using Good for point. looking at books. Because I only have a one. I have zero. I have plus two. Okay. Uh, then maybe, Umbi, you should be investigating. I will ready a hex, which is called disorient. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, whenever a target makes an attack roll before the end of your next turn, it must roll a d6 and subtract that number rolled from the attack roll. Cool. I'll be on guard for anyone and try, and I'll lead. So if anything jumps out at us, I have advantage on survival checks and things like that. Woo! Cool. Woo! 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 Cool. All right, well, I'm going to be looking around for, yeah, what Amanda described, like diaries of ship captains and uh, adventurers and, like, People who would be part of the real life adventurers club or whatever the hell it's called. For sure. And did we hear that it recently got to the depository? If I remember correctly of what Arello said, Arello supposed that it would be there if it was there. <laughs> Very helpful, yeah. Arello. Classic yeah, I'm Arello. Punch that, that <laughs> fruits in the face again. Punch right in the fucking weird belly Lined. button. Yeah. yeah. So, Umbi, I think that it would be sort of in the like books receivable or sort of like at the top of a stack, like not, not deep in. So hopefully somewhat easier for us to see. Yeah. Um, Umbi pulls out his readers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We, we picked more up for you. Don't worry. Yeah. It's bright blue with that cartoon of Tessie the storm on it. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, y'all, y'all keep walking down the hallway. In my head, this is like an abandoned elementary school. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like kind of that vibe. It's like it's really quiet. Like you can hear your footsteps. There's just piles of books everywhere. No one's there. And then as you turn to the left, there are these two big swinging doors that says the big room over it. All right, here we are. Yeah. yeah. And then you hear. Uh, Troy runs to the door. <laughs> inside, in the big room. The big room is kind of like, it looks like the inside of a, of like a grain silo. There's nothing in there other than books. Books stacked higher and higher and higher. Two, three, four stories high. You can see that the big room might actually be the lo- the majority of the book depository. It kind of reaches four stories up. And then you also see that there are little slots kind of everywhere high up. And then every so often you see like a book falls out of slot one slot and then another slot just randomly more and more books are falling into this just giant pile of books there's also some folks that are kind of poking around in there they seem unfazed by the blood curdling scream that you heard right before this sure makes sense can i sense where the scream came from no it happened when you weren't in there 
Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, Troy will keep covering on being Cammy as we, I guess, approach the big pile. Yeah. Y'all, do we think that this is some sort of, like, 4D experience? <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. What are what are the 4Ds? Four dimensions. I get, Troy, what? you haven't read about dimensions yet. I get it. What's dimension? I also don't know what a dimension is. <sighs> well, one dimension is a flat plane. Two dimensions is, uh, is height. I think, I don't remember. Three dimensions is what we live in, and four dimensions is like when they spray water on you. <laughs> what? So three dimensions is being in the boat and four is being on the deck? Yeah, kinda. Look, I'm asking- Yeah, this isn't mine, this isn't mine to say, but I thought the fourth dimension was time. What are you, Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Blaine. Fuck off, nerd. Oh, sorry, you're standing on a book I want. <laughs> I'd say, do we think this is like a horror experience, or is this like a real thing? No, I think our good friend Piney told us to watch out for sharks, and but I don't Piney think- Piney works for the theme park. Anyway, we'll find out. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I mean, would you like to, to roll to figure out if this is like Halloween Horror Nights or not? No, we'll find out. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll kill someone in a costume. It's fine. We'll yeah. figure it out. Um, uh, Cammy, do you think that that Nani could like sniff um for for like what the book's about? I'm fairly certain Nani doesn't have nostrils. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. But I could have her come out and do a little helping to see if she can find stuff as well. Oh, just an idea. Yeah. All right, so I'll send Nani to give Umbi help actions in his investigations. Does Nani jump on my shoulder? Of course. she. Yeah. No, she, she doesn't jump. She slurps. She slurps mm-hmm. my shoulder. Pours herself out of the kettle. Fully climbs it up. Climbs up your body with all her legs. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I know Yay. my baby, I know. What up? How you doing? Yeah, me too. It is a little cold. How'd you know? Yeah. How'd you know? You knew because it was cold. <laughs> Nani also canonically can read, so there you go. <laughs> according to the according to the canon. Yeah. According to my life canon, I am I love these hot dogs. Yeah. Everyone knows, according to the canon. <laughs> All right, hell yeah. So, yeah, I think the way that we're going to do this is who's looking around and who is doing other stuff. I am looking. I am readying an action to hex with disorient, and I am looking out for word sharks. Sure. And I am covering my teammates' backs. Yeah. Hey, Cammy. Here's a question for Cammy. Hey. Is Cammy disorienting any anyone and anything? No, I think Cammy is ready to disorient anything that is going to attack them. Sure. Specifically. Sure, sure, sure. So it could just be like an overzealous PhD student. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay. Sounds good. Let's all roll for some stuff. Uh, you two are looking out. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me some perception checks. And then, Umbi, you can, why don't you give me two investigation checks, one for you and one for Nani? Hold on, before we do this, Nani has a negative four to intelligence. Right, but she's giving the help action rather than rolling for herself. How is Nani helping look for books? The same way you allowed me to do this when we were doing the perception checks for when we were worried the people were coming for us on Eska Island. Nani could be opening a second book with uh, her many limbs. Maybe Nani's holding my readers. Yeah, it's good. 
Cool. Yeah, Nadi's holding your readers, so it's yeah. like a better thing. I just love that we keep giving her like spy glasses, readers, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Let's do our investigation rolls first. I rolled a 15 plus 2 for 17 investigation. Cool. What was the second roll? The second roll was a 5 for Nani. Oh, she got a, she got a 5. Yeah. Um, I get no, let's do advantage. That will be that will just be easier. You got a 17? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and then let me know the perceptions. It was a 14 for me. 14? 9 minus 1 for an 8. 9 minus 1 for an 8. Great, great. Umbi, you what are you doing? What's your what's your stratagem here for where you're looking around in this big pile of books? I'm going to start looking in the spots where that are, like, least disheveled by, like, green folk hands. Sure. Like, most randomly organized. Like, if there's piles that have been stacked already, like, by people going through them, either they've taken that book already or, like, it's probably not there. So I'll look through, like, the most, like, randomized piles. You're looking through the snow drifts of books that are the coming snow in. snow drifts of books, yes. Smart. I like that. With a 17, that's not going to do it, my friend. I'm going to need a, I'm gonna need you to roll a bunch more times. You're, you're not going to find it immediately. However, you are on the trail. That's a good strategy. Cool. And uh, Nani gets, like, further on your head to really start looking around in the books and, and moving moving uh, books faster with her, with her sticky, sticky hands. Yeah. I love her. Great, great, great. All right, uh, perception checks. Troy. What up? You're looking out at the the sea of books in front of you and it reminds you about the sea when you're on the ship and there could be anything out there in the books or in the sea they're just waiting watching diving was there something there in front of you was it right in front of you was there movement did you see something was it something he like toes one of the books in front of him not there it's moving 10 20 feet Right over that that giant pile, that giant pile of encyclopedias. Uh. It's just the bees, but what if the B stands for "Be aware"? There's a word shark. (laughs) Cammy, you don't see anything. Coast clear. (laughs) So far, no word sharks, right, Troy? What kind what kind of stuff is, is over in your section? Hello, sir. None of your business. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) goodbye. Nice. Wait wait a second. Oh, no! (laughs) Fire just gets pulled down right in. (laughs) They walk away like, no! Take my sword! (laughs) I take my sword. I want a sword now. Avenge me! Do I have a cool sword now that I can sell later? Oh, it's yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, you pick up the sword, toy sword. No. <laughs> they bought it at the gift shop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it says "Have a booktastic day" on the side of the toy sword. Oh, damn. This is why they shouldn't let non-pirates in here. They can't defend themselves. He had a toy sword. Mm-hmm. Bummer. No. Yeah. He must have thought it was a 4D experience. <laughs> <laughs> like some people. Okay. Who? <laughs> let's do it again. All right, this is 17. 11. 11. 16 total. 16. That's good. Another good roll. You're on the trail. What are you thinking? Uh, right now, I I stumbled upon like a cache of cookbooks that aren't really useful, but I figure like these are like cookbooks from the perspective of a ship's cook. Mm. Sure. So like they're recent recipes, they're like rough drafts, they're like drafts that are supposed to be sent to the publisher. So like maybe I'm on the right trail of like people on a ship and like rough early drafts of stuff. So no good recipes though. It's all like mostly like 101 ways to cook seaweed, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. There's marginalia. Yeah. Like, Bramblethorn hated this one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Troy, you know 20 feet in front of you where you saw that bo- those books move? Mm. Uh, it's taking a, a turn to the left. It's moving. It's moving forward. You rolled higher this time, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I got 17. Uh-oh. It's, uh, it's kind of wandering. It's like wandering to the left. Is it circling? But it's definitely there. It's moving. Do I have a sense of how big this is? Have you seen a word shark before? No idea. Hmm. <laughs> Damn you. Like, how big is the thing I see in front of me? Do I see, like, in a cartoon where, like, or, like, where there's a puppy under the blankets, right? Oh, sure. Like, is it that kind of situation? Or is a puppy under the blankets? Is it a puppy under big. the blanket situation, Eric? Come on. It's, it's pretty big. big. That's the cutest way you could have described that, Amanda. Thank you. Um, Troy's going to shoot an arrow about mm, two, three yards in front of where the creature is moving. Sure, in front of what's moving. Yeah, give me an attack roll. That's an 18 plus four. 22. Very good shot. Yeah, I'm trying to startle it and have it rear up, hopefully. All right. Cammy. Hey. <laughs> what up? What up? I do just want to say that I pictured the arrow um, uh, making a book kebab of the three to four books that are stacked wherever it lands. <laughs> Incredible. I just want to say that. Thank you. Cammy, you're still not seeing anything. What do you see out there? There's no movement. What are you? What are you looking for? I'm looking for movement in the book, something that would look like a word shark. Hey, did you see my brother over here before? <laughs> no, and if I did, I told him what's happening over here is none of his business before he got eaten. Because uh, I'm really concerned about the word sharks. Are you now? I am. Uh, how about, you know what? I think if you go straight that way, it looks safe. And I, Gabby points in the direction that Troy just came from. <laughs> all right, give me a persuasion check. Damn, dude, love it. Yeah, because we're peas of the pod because we're all in a mama. We're the Sorbian brothers. And we, we're just trying to bring bring some um, recipes about how to make the seed the taste better for Oh, you know what? I think Gumby just found one of those. Go fish. Cammy <laughs> <laughs> throws the seaweed book. Give me a persuasion check. Uh, I rolled a 17. Oh, a 17. Yeah. Oh, just that way? Yeah. Oh, okay. Best uh, of luck. All uh, right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this edamame pod toddles forward. He's joking. Thank you. That's very good. Eric, uh, he's in a pod. Toddling forward. Are you sure this is safe? I haven't. I personally have not seen anything in that direction yet. Right, and that's let's... true, and anyone can quote me on that. Yeah. I'm picturing Cammy giving congressional testimony. Like I, I personally was not aware of anything untoward. Nothing crossed <laughs> my desk. That's true. She genuinely doesn't know that there's something over there. So <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's definitely it's like all right. Well, um, you know, there's a lot of things here on the high seas that you know, um, a lot of people from where I'm from. Uh, you know, back on the mainland, they told me that I shouldn't vacation here on the seas, but it seems like there are a lot of nice people. No, yeah. I mean, listen, even pirates can be nice. Wow, that's so reassuring. Yeah. Best of luck for you. Enjoy your vacation. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> Waves to you. Troy, the movement in the books takes a sharp right away from where you shot the arrow. It's a, it was circling you before, but now it's like kind of jerked at a 45 angle. It's not going towards you, but it certainly is moving. And then you see there's an edamame. There's an edamame person toddling away, waving, waving to Cammy. Goodbye. 
Like it looks like their paths are going to intersect. It certainly does look like their paths are going to intersect. And you, uh, you're not not close to what's about to happen. Yeah, I mean, Troy's going to try to shoot the form. Make an attack roll. That's uh, twelve. No, that does not hit. Do you want to do your thing? Ricochet. Yeah. So I'm going to use my bonus action to re-roll the attack roll using my ricochet feature. That's such a good feature. All right. That's a dirty 20. A dirty 20. That hits. I do half damage, though. Yeah. All right. I rolled a four, so half damage is two. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what is the what is the arrow ricochet off of? Oh, the arrow ricochets off of a map that the edamame is holding. Um, <laughs> and it hits it, punches a funny hole toward it, and then bings off of the, like, plastic map protector that they bought at the gift shop. Um, gotta to, get the map protector. Yeah, it's like, what are gotta, we even doing? Just gotta. To hit the form in the books. I also want to use a risk die to use covering fire, which means that when I hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack, I can expend one risk die as a bonus action to cow the creature. Sure. I roll my risk die and subtract it from the next attack roll the creature makes. Oh, so it'll be... It'll... When it attacks, it gets minus whatever I roll. In this oh, game. yeah, do it. Ooh. Cool. All right, that's a two. All right, so that's a two. So minus two on its next attack Good roll. Good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. All right. Cammy, are you... I like the idea. Are Troy... You and Troy, like, like nearly back to back? I think so. I feel like the, the whole time is, like, you two were just, like, scanning. You're back to back. You're you're looking out one way, looking the other way. Yeah, we're going opposite directions, like, in a circle around Umby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So, yeah, you're looking around. Uh, Cammy, you talk to the Edamame guy looking for his brother who waves. There's so much people here, here in the Great South Sea. Troy shoots an arrow, bounces off of a book, bounces off of the, the maps, the plastic map cover, hits another map, and it just dives into the sea of books at your feet. Cool. Where this great mass has been moving about. And that's when the word shark breaches. <laughs> Can I use my reaction now that it is breached? Yeah. What is it? Uh, uh, it needs to make a con saving throw, please. Sure. I'll make a con saving throw. Sharks famously very constitute. Just incredibly constitute. Uh, it has to beat a 12. I rolled a seven, but a seven plus four is an 11. Oh, fuck. fuck. All right. Yeah. So as it breaches, it is all teeth and spines. Think about it. It's kind of just like a paddle of a prickly pear cactus. Cool. But then it just opens with teeth and spines everywhere. Very ah. good for cutting through books. <laughs> and, of course, for people to retell the story of the word shark. And, of course, there is an arrow stuck into one of the prickly pear fruits that adorns kind of its crown. Cammy, what does this what, what does this hex do? Tell me more about it. So disorient, basically, on a failed save, whenever a target makes an attack roll before the end of your next turn, it must roll a d6 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll. Hell yeah. Jeez. Well, that works out real well because it is as it is breaching, it is attacking Cammy, the Anamame guy, and Troy. So you got minus two from me, and then minus the d6. Jesus, yeah. Well, I rolled a three, so we're in the negative, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to roll everything right here. Oh, geez. Well, okay. So here's what I did. I got a three plus five, which is an eight. And then mm -hmm. I subtract two and then another five. So this is bringing this thing all the way down to one. Oh, no. <laughs> Woo! Sorry. It's a very cool enemy. It's just like at the Marine. You might as well be at, at a wild marine park as in an, in like a 
killer whale gets tempted to jump out of the water. I knew it was a 4D experience. Yeah. <laughs> it twists and turns and like grabs a book from the air that's been falling from one of like the depository uh, slots. Yeah. And it kind of it knocks Cammy and Troy away as, uh, as well as the edamame guy. Be like, oh my God, you saved my life. I would have been killed by the weird shark. Get oh my out of God, here, my, my dude. friend, I'm so glad you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> the word shark then falls and splats the edamame person, just falls directly on top of them as they dive back into the word sea. Our friendship was so brief, but so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, he was getting into it. <laughs> Remember me and my brother. <laughs> There's lots of them. It's fine. It's fine. Cabby like pulls out her fiddle and starts playing a very slow, sad ballad for them. I know, right? It's true. What would you like to do as this is dive, diving away? And uh, Umby, you can keep investigating. I would love to keep investigating. Umby's like, doot, doot, doot. <laughs> oh, no. His adrenaline has shot through the roof. It's true. The spray of books kind of goes everywhere as the tower of books start to shake. I'm going to hit him again. Hit him again. All right, Umby, give me an investigation check. I only got an 8 and a 10, so 12 total. Umby, you're hot in the trail, but you still don't have it. You still don't know what you're looking for. I took a left turn at Albuquerque. You certainly got into a big depository now of accidental literature. We got some journals, and you're sifting around. You're now seeing a, a big chunk of books and, like, papers and literature and old and old maps from Crimson Larceny that all seem to be from from their ship. Cool. Uh, give me a history check while we're figuring out these attacks. Hell yeah, dude. Crimson Larceny, is that related, do you think, to Crimson's Exchange? I would guess. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. Give me a plus one to that history roll because it seems like one of your friends is onto something. Eight. Let's do some attacks here, though. The word shark dives back into the books, and it's kind of making a wide circle around getting ready to jump at you again. Eric, did it take, like, a disengage from us when it dove back down into Yeah, the... it gets a free disengage because it's swimming. Okay. I would like to use Eye of Anubis, Ooh. which is a cantrip. Hey. What is that? It is a ranged spell attack. If it hits, it takes 1d8 necrotic damage. And if it hits, they can't take the disengage action until the end of your next turn. Ooh, it can't leave you. I love that. All right. Yeah, do an attack for me. What's an Anubis? Is that a grass? (laughs) That is a 16. 12 plus 4. Anubis is the kind of grass they have on golf courses because it rolls real nice. nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What does this look like? Cammy's eyes glow with a bright kind of golden hour glow. Steam rises out of it, and Cammy blasts a laser beam out of her eye. Cool. Yay! Yay! Yeah, that shoots right into the uh, the sea of books. Uh, and that's a hit, my friend. Yeah, and now it can no longer disengage from us. Now it can't swim away. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, I'm glad Troy did roll a two, um, but using my using my uh, my feature, I did get to re-roll and got a dirty 20. Ooh. Oh, wait, I forgot to do damage to this thing. <laughs> yes, give me damage. What did this bounce off of to hit the word shark in the book C? It was right on track for where the word shark was going to be, but when it was sort of stopped in its tracks by Cammy's spell, yeah. the arrow hit a book that was falling down from one of the slots and veered to where it needs to be. Just it off the book and hit it, getting in there, yeah. Yeah, to hit another one of the spine fruits on the shark. Cool. And Troy's like, oh, books are useful for a lot of things. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I rolled a five, so half of that, I assume my round down would be a two. Yeah, that's another two. I'll take it. 
And I did five necrotic damage. I'm also going to use my bonus action to cackle so I continue with the disorient hex. Hell yeah. Still disoriented. Very so good. So Cammy goes, <laughs> my poor friend. <laughs> Cammy, that's so creepy, dude. Just uh, those sobs reverberate throughout the thing and everyone's like, this sucks. I'm bummed out. Yep. <laughs> Why do I want to have tragedy when I'm at the book depository? <laughs> Seriously. Drambi, give me that history roll. Let me know about if you know about Crimson Larceny. I rolled a 15 plus 2 plus 1, so 18 total. Oh, nice. Uh, everyone knows about Crimson Larceny. Crimson Larceny is probably the one pirate that got close enough to actually find the salmon. Christopher Lloyd, what are you doing here? <laughs> got a blast. <laughs> um, yeah, I. that's great info. My eyes get big and excited and I start pulling up all the information I can about Crimson Larceny. Yeah, yeah are they all like bound in the same way? Maybe it's like a, a nice crimson color. Well, the thing that you notice is that it's all written in blood red ink, of course. Ah, uh, uh, which ties it all which ties it all together. Of course. Don't know why we even bothered asking. Quote unquote blood red. Right, all right. It's definitely not blood. No, it's What's definitely blood? not blood. No, it's berry juice red. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Berry juice red. Well, the thing you know also about Crimson Larceny is that Crimson Larceny, the famous pirate captain who got clo- who everyone supposes got close enough to the salmon before disappearing under mysterious circumstances, is that Crimson Larceny is, a, if you know, a dragon tree, mm-hmm. which is one of those trees that, like, they live in the a dragon tree is in the desert, so it's all, like, upper... It's like it has roots all the way to the top with the leaves on top. Hell yeah. um, and also the thing about the dragon tree is that its sap is blood red. Cool. Oh, that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Love it. Guys, I just looked up if insects have blood because I didn't real I didn't think about it and they don't. No? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's what I said. Nice. What's blood? Fuck yeah, dude. What's blood, dude? Yeah. I like in the anime, while well, as Umbi is reading through all of these journals, like just the silhouette of Crimson Larceny <laughs> lurking in the background. While we're here, we should see if we can find the other works of Dr. Radish Radish. And Cammy looks at Umbi. Yeah. <laughs> like, fully in the middle of battle, but Cammy's like, Dr. Radish Radish might have writing here. It's true. I'm sure we can look him up at the card catalog, though. He's probably... Well-published. Index, yeah. yeah. All right, Umbi, I'm going to need a dexterity check from you. What? Uh-oh. 12 plus 2 for 14 total. Umbi, give me one last investigation roll, please. Okay. I'll give you with advantage. <gasps> Come on, Grandpa. Uh, 16 total, 14 plus 2. 14 plus 2. As you sort through this cachet of Captain Larceny's ship, you pick up a small, unassuming journal. It's black and carved into the front. You read the name Fun Mandy Potash. And as you, <laughs> and, and as you flip through, the first thing you read is... Everyone knows you gotta keep things late when you're looking for the salmon. That's why I'm keeping track of all my pranks. (laughs) And as you do that, the word shark once again breaches the book sea, but it's not attacking Cammy and Troy. It's just diving right at all of your feet to scatter each of you into the book sea. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Very quickly, I would like to use a reaction. Sure. To use a spell called intrusive thought. Sure. What does that do? <laughs> Is that just a spell anxiety? Yes. Yeah. It's like this word shark that feels bad about itself. 
As a reaction, when a creature you can see within range uses its action to attack or takes the dash, dodge, or disengage actions, they must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes an action of your choice. Sure. You have to beat a 12. 12? Yeah. Oh, uh, I got a 12 on the dice plus zero. That's a 12. Ooh. <sighs> Troy would like to use another risk die to do skin of your teeth. When an attacker makes an attack roll against me, I can expend a risk die as a reaction to dodge out of harm's way at the last second. Okay. I add the risk die to my AC against the attack. Wonderful. We're going to use this for what we're doing. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Right, so I got five plus two plus four uh, for an 11. Okay. Your boy got, oh, what is it? What is Julia doing? <laughs> that was a nat fucking 20 taste yeah. for this. Oh, shit. And I got a 19 total. 19? Yeah. Uh, also, Umbi, uh, make a, uh, saving, a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw? Yeah. Ooh. Not good at that. 15, 16 minus one. All right, that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. As the word shark attacks the book sea below you and kind of reshuffles the deck, the books are unstable with the seismic force of the word shark shaking everything around you. Umbi and Cami, much like a wave hitting you as you run into the sea, you are able to hold yourself above the uh, book water as it is. As you bob, as like you kind of go under and then bob back up. Cammy, you can do a cool surfing thing if you want. <laughs> yeah, Cammy finds a really big encyclopedia and like <laughs> rives the curve of the wave. Yeah. Well, Julia, what you probably found was a broadsheet, and I wonder, do you look down? Who's it by? Is it by Dr. Radish Radish, Eric? It is by Dr. Radish Radish. That's Yay! true. God, yes. This is Dr. Radish Radish's guide to eating things that are out in the wild, but only for good little boys, girls, and their parents, because we can use this for both medicine and food if you're aware of what happens around you. Is Dr. Radish Radish from the open fields? That feels like a very open fields philosophy. (laughs) Uh, Umby, although you appear 20 feet away, after going underneath the book, see you pop back open and your hand is still grasped to fun Mandy Potash's journal. <laughs> I have this moment in my head where Cammy raises the Dr. Radish Radish writing and Umby raises the notebook that he held onto and they're both like, oh, look, look. And Cammy's like, I found more of your writing, Umby. What? <laughs> Dr. Radish Radish. Who's that? Troy, Dr. Radish Radish. Where is Troy? Oh no. Troy's not there. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Perfect. Have you two seen my brothers? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sing you a song that all green folk know.